Welcome to the Mavs Fans for Life podcast. My name is Josh Mazur, joined as always by Landon Thomas. And we've got some stuff to talk about this week. Some exciting stuff. I don't have to read off a eulogy for trade season for the Mavericks. I'm pretty excited some stuff happened. Um, we got to get into that. We got to get into, you know, what what it means for the Mavs and, and, and some stuff that happened on the side too as well. Um, it wasn't a trade, but, you know, some exciting things nonetheless. Landon, I'm excited, obviously. How excited are you for this week's pod? I'm excited. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm like Santina. Uh, dang, I just messed up his name. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you edit this out? No. <laughs> I just did that whole intro. See, this is this is why I need to write stuff down before the pod because yeah. I, I was gonna say Santana and Ortiz leaving the inner circle, and then I just clearly messed that up because it was off the head. Santina Marella going into the women's Royal Rumble <laughs> is what you ended up saying with, um, with the snake on the hand. Yeah, I. Well, obvious, obviously you weren't that excited. So. I was, no, it was either I wasn't excited or I was too excited. Or too excited, no one of the two. But we'll, we'll, we'll throw it off here. How about we start with the thing that happened that was <laughs> surprising, uh, maybe to a lot of Mavs fans, uh, which was the Dorian Finney-Smith extension. Oh, yeah. So before I... You know what? Let's go ahead. How do you feel about it? We had talked about this a couple of times in in uh, previous episodes. Just off the rip, just overall. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great. It's great to get him back. Um, it's great to have, um, you know, someone that's been with this organization since he arrived in the league and about to, you know get his first real big payday and he says hey i want to i want to stay with this team um show is like the movie show me the money and and i'll stay with this team um i i think i think it's great overall but on the dollar um dollar amount it's not my money but it's our job to talk about it <laughs> um i feel like i feel like he was i feel like for what you get with dorian finney smith who's a hard worker um, makes threes, plays against the top um, tier guys in this league, and I, I believe um, what is fifty five for four years. It's the max extension. It's he gets a player option in the final year, and there's a trade kicker, five um, percent. So it's, it's only five percent though. That it could that could have been a lot worse. But it, when you look at it, I mean. Was there any negotiations at all? I'm sure there was. I mean, he got everything that you could get um, in the maximum. And I feel like for his, for what he does to the Mavs, he's very valued. But around the league, um, for what other players, I feel like they I feel like they overpaid a little bit. Mm. I mean, the market will dictate. I think I think you're looking at one of the first contract extensions for a player like him. So I, I kind of 
assume that the market will dictate that it gets a little higher than we probably expected. But yeah, I was thinking like 11 to 12 is what we had said in previous podcasts. And it came, came back a little bit higher than that. It's to me, a kind of negligible, the amount that more than what we paid. Um, I don't have a problem with it. He seems the, I, I think the reason I don't have a problem with it is it seems as though every season he's come back, he's added to his game, including this year. He just gets better every year. We haven't seen a regression uh, from a player like that. So um, he's also the kind of guy that I don't, I don't think will have that contract signed regression either. The type of work ethic that, that Dorian has uh, the type of ego that he doesn't have. I just kind of assume he'll continue to progress and get better and it'll be worth it. So um, I was surprised by the dollar amount. I thought it would be a little bit less, but I don't have a problem with it, to be honest with you. And he seems to fit in nicely with this team, too. So it would be. I mean, we talked about other teams where he could go. Uh, last week we talked about this. We we had just talked about because um, I I did not expect him to be an I didn't I didn't expect an extension for him this soon. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was going to happen in the off season. Um, so we talked about it, and and I really did think he might end. Up, he out of those two players, I thought was going to be the one that ended up on a different team. Out of Jalen yeah, exactly. Brunson and, and Dorian Finney-Smith, I thought for sure he would uh, be out the door. But then we we heard straight from the horse's mouth. Um, sorry for calling you a horse, Mark, but we heard straight He's from him. That he knew he was he was going to end up in the luxury tax and yeah, didn't have a problem with it. So, you know, maybe both of them stay. And that's why I said it's not my it's not my money. So um obviously it's mark's money um i i just figured that he he would come back to the mavs at 12 per year and um either that or test the market and go to like a contender for you know the mle um or not a contender a, a playoff team for that 10 mil per year um and it 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 comes out to like what 13.8 um it's, it's something it's something to watch out right now it doesn't mean anything but in a few years it, it could be something to watch out for where um they can't trade them um because the dollar amount um what you're getting for you know you're bang for the buck yeah when you're trying to contend well he might also be one of those guys that you just don't trade anyway well yeah that's true you too. know yeah if they're that high He's a good on fit. A- and he's a great fit for this team organization seems to do everything everybody wants him to do. I don't know. I looks like Finney Smith's going to be here for the long haul. So, um, but somebody that's not going to be here for the long haul. <laughs> it's Porzingis. Oh yeah. And you know, we ended the pod last week before this went down with me saying like, I think I'm okay with trading him. Yeah. 
And that was when we hadn't really even heard a rumor at that point. We we had heard lots of Brunson rumors. We had uh, heard some Dorian Finney-Smith rumors. And uh, Maxie was kicked around for a little bit too. But one of the ones that I just did not think we were going to be able to move was that Christoph Porzingis contract. Um, how do you feel about it? What we got back and what we had to give. I I don't like it. Um, obviously, we'll talk about how they played um, in their first game, but I still I still just looking at the big picture. I still don't like it. Um, I, obviously, we don't know behind the scenes. We report what they tell us, um, but it's it's hard to see you not getting at least one young just one and that would have changed my whole outlook on this trade completely if if you just get one young player from the wizards i mean they have a plethora of guys on the roster i mean um you look at Rui, you look at denny you look at um kispert uh you look at gafford you look at so many players down the list if you could have just got one of those guys um i would have felt like this would be a great um not a great but a good move um for the team because you know with chris stops he has what you need um as the second guy and we we talked about this the past year or so but he he just doesn't play on the court and that's that's troubling when you're a playoff team and you're trying to make that hump um where you want to go to the top four teams in the western conference but your second best player is missing a lot of games. It's it's really tough to, um, as a coach, as a, as teammates, and he's a great guy. I mean, I even said it after he got traded. I like him. He gives, he really goes into detail when you ask him questions, so it makes our job easier. But it's just tough when he doesn't play. Yeah, I think maybe what we what they ran into and I'll I'll ask around a little bit more um but they may have ran into the the fact that if you get one of those young players you've got to give away one of our players as well at that point it I it, most cases I would assume that you would have to give away not give away but trade somebody off that maybe you didn't want to mm -hmm. and so we haven't even talked about who we got. We the Mavericks traded Kristaps Porzingis and a second round protected. Oh, yeah, protected pick um, for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Bertans. So right off the bat, those those two guys in particular for that Wizards team have been struggling this year. Um. You basically split the contract of Kristaps in half into two players that are more manageable to trade um, if you can turn them into viable trade assets, which is debatable at this point. Um, yeah, they've had they've struggled. Good they, luck. Had, they had they've had some bad years, but they also, you know, they played for the Wizards and the Wizards yeah. have been not good this year in several different categories. They are not 
um just not just not working together for several different reasons and we even had reports in the in the first interview from uh bertrand he or uh bertrand sorry he said uh that there was infighting in the wizards locker room for getting playing time and yeah. who should get shots and and it was hard to come back from that is what he said so when you have players that have had previous success elsewhere like him and like Dinwiddie and all of a sudden they're just not good at all and it's multiple players struggling obviously Dinwiddie had a, a injury history that kind of made him not as productive a you know fighting his way back from that but Davis like has had success in the past signs a contract and then you know to have multiple players just not playing as well you have to kind of look at the organization and think maybe this is beyond the players by themselves so hopefully those two guys can come in and uh, be just a little bit better than they were for Washington not just a little bit a lot a bit better <laughs> than they were for Washington well, it all depends about fit. Um, like yeah. you said, they're in a bad situation. But even 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 Dinwiddie, uh, he's 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 had times where he was good this season. Um, but it's all about fit because, you know, in the games that he played alongside Bradley Bill, um, which were predominantly most of them, uh, he only averaged 10, 10 points um, on uh 33% um from the field which is which is bad but the games without Bradley Bill he averaged 18 points and 44% from the field so it's it's all about putting your players in a position to succeed and i feel like he can do that here um obviously he, he even talked about it you know the first year it in recovery is just getting back and then second year you start um, getting some of your burst back and how you feel um, jumping, um, shooting the ball when you jump and stuff like that. I feel like next year we'll probably, if he's still on, on this roster, um, I feel like, um, and I feel like he will be on this roster. I think we'll see who he really is for this team. And I hope that Jason Kidd puts him in a position to succeed as a lead guard off the bench because I don't want to see three guard lineup um, with him and Brunson, uh, with him Brunson and Luca all at the same time because he's not an off the ball shooter. He's not THJ. He's a lead ball um, scorer, and you need him running the show with the second bench. And you you saw that at times he played. Um, we'll, we'll get into it, but he he played better when um, Luca was um, on the bench because he's not used to playing off the ball. Yeah, he's he's a playmaker for sure. Yeah. And I think that that's what they had in mind when they traded for him, too. Um, mm -hmm. I think that Nico had in mind the fact that this guy is the third ball handler. Yeah, basically, because you have uh, Jalen Brunson, Luka Doncic. They're going to start together now. That's that's what needs to happen. They play well together. Um, they need to start. They're going to 
be on the court together most of the time. There needs to be somebody coming off the bench, especially with THJ and his injury happening. There was a gaping hole for a for a offensive presence to come off the bench. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to have him, and then you you took this one starting caliber player that wasn't that wasn't playing a lot and turned it into two role players and you know some offense off the bench that that has the potential to make you a lot deeper so as much as initially seeing it i didn't i did not there's a there's like a gut reaction that you're like that's not enough that's not enough to get back in return for this big name but that big name wasn't playing. He wasn't happy. Before we're honest, like it just didn't seem like he was happy. He wasn't disgruntled, but he wasn't happy either. He just wasn't, you know, he wasn't going to end up being what you wanted him to be here. I don't think. So, you know, I think, give- I think he was happy the first two months. With well, the new coaching staff, and they were using him differently than Rick Carlisle. I think I, the injuries <clears throat> played a lot into it because it changed the coaching staff's mind. Like, hey, we got to play without out this guy. Yeah, and like gotta, I said, I don't think more. I don't think he was unhappy, but I just think he was just like going through the motions about in in the most recent time. You know, like he's not. It, it didn't seem like he was. I'll say that it seemed like he was okay with I'm I need to sit out kind of stuff like nah, I don't feel that great. I'm going to sit out. So, and I don't want to I don't want to put it on him like he was like he's a bad guy or anything. I just feel like when you don't have the I just think he was ready. He and and you heard what he said whenever he got traded, he you know, He's excited. Of course, you have to say that because you can't say like, oh, I answered my phone. I got traded and they said, who'd you get traded to? The Wizards. And I said, oh, shit. Like, you're not going (laughs) to he's not going to say that to the new the new uh, press. But uh, he did seem pretty excited to get get a fresh start, play with some new some new uh, talent. And, you know, maybe they can start off uh, fresh and he can be good. Yeah, it's just tough though, because the reason, one of the other reasons I don't like this trade is because you're getting a guy who can get you twenty and eight. I mean, it's now you're the you're putting so much on Luca. I mean, it was already on Luca, um, shoulders, and I'm just talking this year when you're trying to make it to the second round. That's your goal of this season. I, I would have liked to see him come back unless there was just unless there was just at a point where hey we gotta we gotta make this trade now and get get him out um because i would like to see him get traded if you're going to trade him in the off season see how he can help you in the playoffs because um obviously the past couple of weeks um he, he he's had nagging injuries he hasn't been playing well but when you look at overall on this season um i i think you need a guy like him rather than Luca, um, who's a superstar, Jalen, who's a good starter, 
and then a lot of just good role players. And then the playoffs, it's going to be like Miami. You, you saw um, you saw how Luka, he, he, he trusted his guys, which is great. He has patience. But do we know if Maxie's going to make those shots in the playoffs? Do we know if um, Brunson's going to take over in the fourth in the playoffs? If Bertans is going to play that well? You know, it's going it's to be a lot when you have to play Utah when they have like four guys that can score 20. When, when you play Memphis, who has f- three guys who can score 20, you know, it's you're going to need some guys where on this team, you only have two guys that score over 16. And, and there's a big gap between Luka and, and Brunson on that, on that spectrum. Yeah. I mean, in that case, though, for Luka, yeah, you, for Luca, you have a guy that can score 50. I mean, we just saw it the other night. So yeah, it would be nice to have another guy that, you know, can throw up 20, but I think, you know, of course not this year, but next year you have a guy in DHJ who can score 20. You, uh, Jalen Brunson has proved Uh, he can. We said that at the beginning of the season, you know, he's the second half guy. You know he is. It's every year. It's like a proven stat now. He's a second half guy. It was a. It was a laughable like ah. He's it'll be better late. But like now it's like three seasons in a row. He's <laughs> he's better in the second not, half of the season. We're not going to get him this for year. A roster though. No, but it. You know. You have three you, guys you making have... seventeen mil off your bench. That's not. I have to see what happens in the off season. You, but you also now, instead of having just see, this is why I'm okay with it because you have several players. Now, if one, if, if one goes cold, you now have six players basically outside of, of the main core that can shoot the ball and can, and can get hot. Before it was like if Luca's cold and if Jalen's cold, KP is injured, you're not winning that game. Now you have a guy that came to handle the ball to facilitate. You've got another three-point shooter, and you've got to go through a rotation of three and D guys that can hopefully get keep you in the game until Luca starts to to be Luca again. And I feel like we, we, by trading one player that needs to be ball dominant and wasn't in, it was, it was starting this year to be able to move off ball, but predominantly KP wasn't like a off the ball movement kind of guy to get, get another playmaker and get another three point shooter on a team that creates open shots, even when Luca's not on the floor, I think that's a good move. Do I wish it was somebody? Do I? I don't know. I, I feel ex- like you got to get a ex- starter. Am I? Ex- you weren't going to though. You weren't gonna. We went through them last week. You weren't gonna get a starter. You weren't gonna get a starter with that contract and his injury history. Like the. I'm it not just talking wasn't gonna like, happen. Just- well, you got to have a f- for sure starter coming back from the post. I mean, you got you, you 
you got Dwight Powell and Maxi as your best big man, and you're going in the playoffs against Gobert. You're going against uh, some of these Jaron Jackson Jr. and and Stephen Adams. Are you going against Jokic? Who we don't know who we're going to play. We've talked about this, though, in the past, and we talked about it in favor of KP because we were talking about when KP, remember at the beginning of the season, you're like, KP can't can't play power forward because these are the power forwards and the game is different, whatever. You play Mm -hmm. your game and make them come to you. That's how this team has got to be. Yes, we are weak. We're weak in those positions. Power forward, center, go bear. Those big guys are going to tear us up if we don't play the Mavericks game that they play. Like it happened, it happened against Miami. Adebayo is a monster, right? You just got to be a bigger monster in another category. If your if your guards are just overwhelming, then that, you know, your, your big men don't have to be. You just got to make sure that you're so much better than that other team in one category that it's okay that you're weak in another. So yeah, and that makes it, sense. I'm, but it, but that's not a championship team. Well, that's what I was saying. You also you know? got to prepare for a first round exit too. Yeah, that's it's not a that's not a championship team. It might be a second round team. It might. It's be. gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's it's really going to be tough when, when you look at everything because you're putting a lot of pressure on Luca and these guys to make shots when all season it's been inconsistent. The one great thing I love about this team and just watching in person on the couch, um, everywhere um, that I get a chance to watch this team is they play great defense. And in the playoffs, you're going to – you're going to need great defense. That's what is going to win you games over um, over just a, an electric offense because we've seen the past two seasons they had um, top-tier offense, and it just wasn't enough. But when you're playing these top-tier teams in the playoffs, in the first round, when you're, you're floating that five, six, maybe fourth um, seed, you're going to play a top-tier team and a top-tier – offense so you got to combat that with with a good defense so hopefully hopefully this team um continues the progress that they've made um in the calendar year of 2022 and 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 continues that so you you think it's a a loss You think it's a hold on. You think it's a first round exit for my Mavs? Let me. Oh snap! Let me drink myself to. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, when you look at it, I think there's a big possibility. I think they took one step back to move two steps forward in the off season. They did it for flexibility. They did it for. Um, guys who can play but obviously they did it for flexibility in the future um if there's something out there they have the pieces to make i mean what they have like 30 mil in expiring next year and then you got two movable contracts well three if you count tha so they i gotta see what they do in the offseason but right now they're taking one step back 
um, because you're putting a lot on Luca, who's playing like 40 minutes a game um, lately, and and you have to working on the cardio. <laughs> he's he's lost some weight. He is. He's looking good. He was talking he about it the other day. Good, I wasn't. That yeah. wasn't trying to be, make fun. I was saying he no, like, yeah. legitimately has been talking about it lately. So. But you're putting a lot of pressure on these guys to make shots, and when you're when you when the other teams they know what they're getting from, you know their 20 point scores, 18 point scores on a nightly basis. I you, I I don't know if you do. I don't know if they do. Like I feel like every team in the NBA right now has that same struggle of you know outside of the top tier. They all have the struggle of like who's who's gonna be our second guy. There's a lot of, and then even the teams that have like two first guys, they're like, gosh, get this get this other first guy out of here. <laughs> Let's get some more seconds. So I don't like I I don't know if that's not a common struggle among other NBA teams. Is who's gonna be the other person that steps up? every night or or is just everybody gonna step up and get like 10 yeah because that's what this, be that's what the best nights this team has even when kp was playing were the ones where like one through 10 had <laughs> had at least eight points you know and then yeah. your top guy is luca and he's you know doing his thing but that's when that's, that's also when you're playing you're playing your schedule favors you sometimes you know because you have you you play bad teams and you play good teams and it equals out but in the playoffs you're playing the top tier teams every other day uh, and the same team and it, it's tough um I, I feel like this team is good don't get me wrong um i feel like this team is good i feel like they're around the the tenth, you know, tenth, a ninth through eleventh best team in the league, and that's that's good. <laughs> some some um, cities would beg to have that, but I feel I, I feel like the second round is where that's your goal. Like you, you have to put yourself in the best position to make the second round, and I feel like the teams ahead of the Mavs are just they're better. They have just the same amount of depth but even better talent in those roles and they have better talent at the top as well because at the beginning we were thinking Jalen is you know the sixth man or fourth best player behind the leadership council and now he's the second best player we're dependent on <laughs> stop him stop it with the leadership council that's what they were stop it with the leadership council now we're dependent on him to get 20 a game and be the second best player on a top four or five West team. So I don't think that's what, I don't think that's true. What is I don't, uh, the, the depending on him to get 20 a game. I don't think that's true to beat the, uh, to get to the second round. Yeah, I don't No, I don't think that's true. Okay. I think to get to the second round, he does what he does. 16, 16 to 18. That's what he's averaging, 16. And then the rest of the team needs to do their their stuff. The best part about this team is that the scoring is spread 
it's spread. The best part about this team is that open shots get found. They're fifth in the league in open shots. Six six foot away from a defender or more. Uh, earlier in the earlier in the year, they were first. They, yeah. they dropped a little bit, but fifth in the league for that. They are uh, fourth in the league for shots with somebody closer than six feet. They're they're good at getting open shots for everybody that needs them. Doesn't matter who it is. The best this team can be is when everyone on the court is getting shots, and we have players even more now because of that trade. Uh, that can hit open shots or facilitate those open shots. So guys like Davis Perton are going to shine because of that. Guys like uh, Reggie Bullock, now that he's coming out and deciding to be who we thought he was when we signed him, he he's going to benefit from that. I think this team, if the best they can be is when is when that ball is being facilitated and and the whole team is playing well because when everyone gets involved on offense this defense goes nuts that's when the defense is best is when everybody's getting involved when everybody gets touches so i don't i i i i might have higher hopes than you and usually i'm the one that's pretty negative yeah (laughs) Roles reversed. <laughs> Maybe, but let's talk a little bit about, I mean, the the debut of the two new guys was tonight. And uh, it, it was interesting to see right off the bat. It's kind of a, a reverse uh, from what I thought was going to happen. Um, but both guys played well, wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, I thought they did overall. Um, I think they did good. I, I, it's the first game. You really, you really want a what five to ten game sample at least. Um, but it's, I think they did well in the spots that they did for the short amount of time that they've been here. Especially Bertans. Bertans was great. I like, I like how he just he chucks it. He just <laughs> he does. He's man. a flamethrower. Yeah. No matter where he's at, not afraid to chuck that ball up. Like that's, but that's what I, uh, you know, is me putting out the predictions for the game tonight. And I said, just expect to see Bretons chuck it up the first shot he can. Like the first time he can, he'll he'll throw it up. And that's, I mean, within the first half, he had shot five three pointers. Uh, yeah, he hit made two, two of them. Hit hit two big 40%. ones back to back. Um. Yeah, he had a good game. Then he had a couple defensive plays that were impressive, considering he's not known for playing any defense at all. Um, yeah, his athleticism surprises me. It, well, was that? Because a shooter. I mean, he, <laughs> just looking at watching him over the years, you really don't watch every game, and he's he stands there and makes these. <laughs> Incredible threes. Are you telling me that that man doesn't look like Stop. an athletic specimen? Uh, <laughs> it looks no, like Rick get, Carlisle out there. I get, I get what you mean, but yeah, he's 60 year old. He, he does. Carlisle. He's more. He's more athletic than you think. He, 
you know, got a three point play at one point and yeah, he's impressive. Yeah, the man. dunk, the and one dunk. Yeah. That block, which was called a foul, but that was really a block well, on Kyle some, Lowry. He had some potty mouth on that one. I know. He was I like it. He, he knew the English bad words. Yeah. Real well. Uh and then Dinwiddie who, who arguably the bigger name out of that trade. Um I mean, didn't have a a pop really this game, but five assists, two rebounds, four points, shot two of five from the field. Looked, yeah, I, looked comfortable. Didn't I mean? Didn't get out of sorts at or anything at any point. Like you said, comfortable, and that's that's really um, what it boils down to. Um, Maxie said after the game, he said. These are high character guys um, that came in joking around. Feel like feel like they've been here a while, and that's good to know because um, there's two sides of the coin. Like you said, the playing side, he looked comfortable. He didn't. I thought he was going to come in and start, you know, just um, trying to score every time that he got the ball. But he he took his time and he was patient, which was great because he's there's going to be times where he's going to go out and have some scoring bursts, but tonight he's just trying to get himself um, acclimated into the offense but then when you read the reports that these Washington players are are saying and and the fans are saying about him you know it's um it it could be true for all we know but it's good to see that he's meshing in well with the team and he's trying to slowly acclimate himself instead of just hey I'm here I'm gonna try to score every time I get the ball yeah I, you know, I can't imagine how hard it is to be on a team that, like the Wizards, who most yeah. most of their, I mean, most of their best players are playmakers and have to have the ball. Yeah. Specifically, Beal, like he's a ball dominant player. Um, and if you're trying to be the same guy. And just don't know your position, and they're arguing for shots and playtime, and yeah, I just, I, I think I have to believe that this organization is better than that Wizards organization. Sorry if you're a Wizards fan, but I have to just, you know, years of watching it, I have to say this is a better organization than that is. It just looks like a mess because they yeah. have talent. They were, they started 10 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. There's just no reason why they should be that bad like I I just have to believe these guys maybe if there is a way to mesh, they will find a way to mesh and you know, they'll be they'll be better players here. Yeah. And what do they say winning cures everything? Oh, it makes everybody feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Being all all of a sudden, every annoying annoying trait that all of your teammates have when you're winning, all of a sudden they, they look cute. Ah, that's yeah. great. I love that he talks too much. Like, yeah, that's you know, it's one of those things. So, change 
is fun at least at the very least change is fun and we had uh, mavericks haven't had a change in a while you scream at the end of every podcast nico do something and then he does it and you hate it yeah do something <laughs> good good please that i like yeah oh okay yeah now it's got like a little it's <laughs> it's got some info in parentheses now <laughs> that it never had before i was over here going like don't do anything unless it's fun no it's good i mean i like it for um i I didn't like it at all i mean at at the beginning but i'm starting to like it but i'm just seeing i feel like it's a i feel like there's more to come to it i feel like at the end of the off season then we can really get into it because right now I i don't think it's enough like I said, I think it's one step back, but I think they're going to make two steps forward in the off season. So now all this, like now you've got some faith in them, huh? Because yeah. Nico, because Nico did anything. Now you've got a little faith that he'll do something in the off season. You have to. I mean, with what money though? <laughs> they got to do something like signing trades or, yeah. or just regular trades. I mean, cause you're going to pay Brunson. I mean, let's just be honest. They're gonna they're gonna offer him um, some good money, and you're kind of stuck with this team, and so you you have to get in that trade game and and get at least a a center back. You, they it's obvious that they need a center. Uh, Powell's a good player um, um, coming off the bench. Maxi um, Bertans, but you have to have a starting center. You don't think Maxi can be a starting center for a team like? I this? think he's our best option. And when you look at him, how he did against Bam and how he does against centers, all the way to point guards, he gives you flexibility. Um, he had more blocks tonight than the whole Heat, Miami Heat team yeah. by himself. This, uh, <laughs> I think. I think. What, you, is, what is it? What is it about watching him that doesn't? let you say yeah that's a starting center well one is the offense i mean the offense is very inconsistent i mean before tonight uh he was having a bad um what bad three weeks a stretch of shooting the ball and then um and then defense he has good um athleticism but when you, when you go up against the big guys because you if you look at the teams ahead of him you well Jokic is right behind us, but you got Jokic, you got um, Golden State. Golden State who's, who's doesn't there? have a post, but they have. They <laughs> I have know, Curry, but that's what, they have that's... Thompson, they have Wiggins, they have Draymond Green. <laughs> I mean, that's you don't need that's, a post but when Dray- you have those players. I know, I'm just messing with you, but Aiton. I mean, you got Adams. I mean, those are some big dudes. I just, I don't know if you need it. Gobert, I didn't even mention him. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna need it when you go against those those stuff. You can't put Boban in there when he doesn't play for a month or two and just oh, in the playoffs we need you. Actually, I feel like you can. He just every against time they guys? put him in, every time you put him in, he does he does his thing. That man has no rust. He's never heard of the word rust. Yeah, he won't play for like two months and go in and be like, all right. 
16 points. Get, yeah. You're right, though. This team does need a center. I'm just kind of messing with you, but I I like Maxi though. I think he's a serviceable center. Um, if there was just a little more talent in the, you know, in the guards, I don't think it would matter. Yeah. If you just oh weigh, yeah for sure. If you just weighed that seesaw just a little bit more on one side, I don't I don't think I would have trouble with it. And that's I think that's what they thought they had with THJ and then injury bug and exactly yeah because uh, I mean those that triplet that three headed monster if you got the the Brunson that we're getting this year and then the THJ that we had at the end of last year with Luca. Who who cares if your center doesn't shoot great, you know? He can go sit down there and be Draymond Green every now and then, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's something. We'll see what they do in the offseason. I don't know if there's I'll be interested to see what moves there there are available. If any. Yeah. There were some centers that moved that I thought you're only giving them a pair of Jordans for that guy. Like why, <laughs> why couldn't we get him? Yeah. <laughs> well, why aren't we getting some of these guys? Uh, well, I was going to ask you something else. And now I can't remember what it was. About the all-star guy. No, because you know I really don't care. Yeah. Do you do you care about the All Star Game? I care about it. I I like watching the best play. Um, now that they change the rules or something like that, they go quarter by quarter. They try hard at least. Um, past few years they they didn't even try at all. See, I used to. I, I never really cared about the game. I'll watch the highlights. I'll watch the highlights at the end of the night, but I always liked like the dunk contest and three point. I always liked the skills competition, but for whatever reason, the last couple of years, I have not cared because there were no maps in it. Just Luca. Yeah. Maybe that's why I just like, I can't get, I don't just like Mavericks. Well, I know I but like basketball. Yeah. But it just well like, also because they didn't have the big names in it like the dunk contest they always have like a two way player um, yeah there's no incentive the bench incentive. yeah that's it that's probably why because my dunk, the dunk contest is my favorite and uh, the last few years it's been like there's no incentive for those big guys to go be in the dunk contest yeah I would lo- I would love to see like some big names go be in the dunk contest you know give put a Put a big old paycheck or something on the line or some kind of charity something. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just need it to be more. I, I couldn't care less. Remember the skills challenge? Luca was just like just lollygagging out there. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, not even okay. trying. You don't <laughs> care. Yeah, you don't care. He's like, let me get this over with. He cares about as much as I do about yeah, yeah that whole situation. Oh well. What do we got? Um all right, so 
in the next few months. Now nah, weeks. What are those two? What do those two new guys have to do for you to think? What? What? Well, let me say it this way: What needs to happen on both sides of this trade for you to think the Mavericks came out with a win? Oh, I mean that's easy. Uh, KP has to keep missing games. Two so <laughs> far <doing> now. <laughs> Two so far. And then you got you got Dinwiddie and Bertans. They got to score. Um, they got to score at least twelve points per game. Both of them. Yeah. How many minutes are these guys putting in? I mean, you look at Dinwiddie. He had twenty three tonight, and then Bertans had thirteen. I feel like if he had a see, that's tough because. Well, Green had 20, so if Bullock comes back, those will be cut. Um, I think I think Bertans will stay in like the the 13 to 15 range, and then Dinwiddie would would probably have 20 minutes a game. Hey, I, I think I have an interesting good. thing for you. So last Uh-oh. week, last week, <laughs> uh, last week you said. Was it last week or maybe the week before? I don't know. We've done a lot of these now. You said, we're just looking for that Stoyakovich trade. Oh. Like, I just need nah. I just need my Stoyakovich. Yeah. And couldn't this guy be... I mean, I know he's not... I, like, I know he's obviously not a uh, all-time three-point shooting great guy. But couldn't he kind of be that? If he has <laughs> out of all the guys that we mentioned, it was so weird to me. Whenever I saw that him pop up, I thought, why didn't we not even mention that guy in the. He just totally passed through our radar of guys that that is the year Stoyakovich. On a smaller scale, of course. On, yeah, that, yeah, that's right, I prefaced. I, I prefaced uh, I prefaced that. Yeah. This is at his prime. He is old Stoyakovich, right? Yeah, like this is okay. Yeah. This is what Stoyakovich was when we got him, kind of thing. Yeah, you know. He, yeah, he yeah because he, he was be. at the end of his career. You know, he was just kind of like riding into the sunset. This guy's obviously in his prime, but in his prime, he's well prime. Let's be honest. A couple years ago was prime before contract but could this not be it let's get let's give it you, five 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 games at least you, <laughs> no let's, i let's need it i need it now i need it now <laughs> do you want now to put it down and say this is the final key for the mavericks and they will win Stop. the championship this year you, you already heard me say it's going to be tough to make the second round. Just being real. I love this team. I love covering this team. <laughs> but it's going to be hard to make the second round. I just wanted a really funny drop of you saying that he's the, the missing key for this team. He is the missing key for this team to be competitive. Oh, come 
come on now. I'm gonna, you know, I got those mad editing skills. I'm just gonna crop that out. <laughs>